make sure you like, subscribe, and hit that bell icon. and talk with Prima. So today is a very special day because we have one of our very own Orangeburg County, Paige Waymer. She is running for mayor. Yes, you guys heard it. She's running for mayor. We need everybody to go out and vote. So I'm going to bring on Paige. No need to wait. Let's go ahead and get this thing started. Hey, Paige, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing, Prima? I am doing fine. Thank you so much for coming on. So we're going to dive right on in because I know you're busy and we need to get some pertinent information out there. So Paige, running from mayor, where did, where did this start? How did it come about? What made you decide you wanted to do this? I've always decided, uh, I've always known that I wanted to run for mayor since, uh, I ran in the seventh grade going into the eighth grade to be the uh, the school president. So uh, wow. it was just one of those things that, you know, once you get a taste of winning something, you just kind of always, you know, follow the track. And so, um, you know, it's, 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 it's been something that I talked about forever since I've been a kid. I just never right. thought that I would be back home as, you know, as young as I am right now running right. for mayor. But it's a need. It's definitely a need. It's definitely a need. Um, Shakima Ford said, congratulations. Um, so so now let me ask you, I know you mentioned ever since seventh grade, you know, you knew you wanted to run, you know, for something, you know, but was this kind of, and I know I'm about to sound crazy. I don't want to say planned, but did you just wake up and say, not necessarily that day, of course, but like this year, <laughs> I'm going to run or did something just trigger for you to say, you know, this is the time I want to do it. No, it was actually a transition. I planned it. Um, it took, I had been working on it for, uh, for 10 years, but it took me two and a half years to transition just because okay. professionally I wanted to, I've always been a person who always had like a backup plan or backup to the backup. So right. I just wanted to make sure when I made the transition to come back home, like I was skillfully set in my in my profession so that no matter what, I would be OK. Right. And so, um, yeah, I decided, you know, um, when I was in when I was in Charlotte and I took a, a contract to go out to Chattanooga and I was mm -hmm. sitting out there talking to uh, some of the mountain women <laughs> out there. <laughs> And, uh, and I was like, yeah, it's time for me to come back, you know, especially since my mom is a little older and I wanted to be able to spend more time with her and, 
you know, I, I had been coming back talking to the kids in high school right. that played sports and, you know, some of the things that they were saying, especially about like, you know, OW or yeah. just being around here was really troublesome to me. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and speaking of sports, like you mentioned, Shakima said if she's running for mayor like she did on the basketball court, it's definitely all hers. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, now, when you when you say you were speaking with the children, you know, and it was disheartening because it is, I, you know, I'm here. I hear it. I see it. Um, what type of things you feel that Mayor Waymer, you know, can bring to Orangeburg? What things do you plan on changing? What type of plans you have for us? I'm sorry, right now I can't. Oh, okay. uh, I think it's something with uh, with our connection. Oh, you can't. Yeah, can you hear me? With the connection. Can you hear me now? No. Oh God. I don't know what happened, you guys, but while while she comes back, look, I don't know which screen to go to. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. Um, while she comes back in, we need to make sure, you know, that we spread the word. We get our 18-year-old and up out there to vote. A lot of people don't vote, so we need to take this time because it is time for change. I'm just going to be honest. It is time for change. So we oh, you sideways. So we need to take this time out and, you know, and put it out there. I don't care if we have to take people, you know, to vote or show them how to get them registered, whatever it takes in September the 14th. We need to, you know, it has to start somewhere. Change has to start somewhere. So we definitely need to do our part as a community. Oh, welcome back. Uh, thank you. You can hear me? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I heard the back part. Okay. Yeah, Definitely. We do. You know, we need to get people there. We need to help them get registered if they're not. You know, it's a lot of young people, um, 18, that really don't know too much about, you know, anything, to be honest with you. So that's where the community come in. That's where that village come in to help to help make a change in our community that we need. Um, Angela said the community can use your inspiration and energy for change. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, because I, I actually... I don't think anybody, you know, a lot of people spend their time trying to get out of Orangeburg, not knowing that there's so many beautiful things around here. And it's just the sense of community that's been lost around here a lot for a lot of people. And trying to give people hope and trying to get them to move forward and see the beauty in things is the upward battle. But I feel like I can do that, you know, because I've always yeah. been someone to see the beauty in Orangeburg. Well, that's a plus. And that's what we need. We need someone that believes in us. You know what I'm saying? Not so much, okay, you know, oh, it's this, that, and the third. But we need someone that believes in us and that's willing to to put, put their foot out there and make this change. Angela said, our generation has to lead us into the future. And that's the truth. That's what a lot they of people do. don't think. <clears throat> um, but if we continue at the rate at which we're going, we're not going to have a generation to help us into the future. Mm. And that's what I'm most scared about. You know, these kids with everything that we have now, especially with technology and opportunities and, you know, things that are going on here. I'm just afraid that maybe, you know, they might look up and it won't be, you know, opportunities for them and it won't be a future for them. And yeah. I don't want that to happen. And, you know, you can't save them all, but you at least want to build in, 
you know, safety nets to help those that you can. Or at least if somebody falls, you know, they don't fall so far that they can't be saved. Right. Absolutely. Um, I was asking earlier, you know, without wanting to too much detail, if you can or if you can, what are some of your plans, um, you know, to to help Orangeburg to, you know, what are you putting yourself out there for? What is your goal? Um, first, to uh, to make small businesses a big thing around here. I don't think a lot of people recognize that small businesses really keep Orangeburg afloat especially with the uh, the the class of students that we get that come to the universities and to the technical schools. I don't think that people actually understand that, you know, in order to, to make this place work, you have to, you know, you have to understand what are the key elements here for the community. And I've recognized on the outside, you know, saying for a minute that education small business and you know criminal justice reform is like one of the biggest things that we need around here all three of those things kind of help each other out and we you know we just have to make a move forward on that and i i I definitely want to help small businesses but i especially want to help the kids the kids around here so making sure that you know we find better pathways to make make them, you know, want to go to school, want to right. stick around here, keep their talents here, you know, bringing businesses here yep. that want to invest in our future and the infrastructure of Orangeburg and having, you know, incentives in place for, you know, small businesses that want to come here to help the infrastructure of yep. Orangeburg, you know, and yep. we have to get all of these things clicking on the right cylinders as well as having, you know, our police officers want to be involved in the community as well. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Um, Angela. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm good. Oh, okay. Um, We have to inspire, encourage, and direct the youth in Orangeburg. Small businesses will flourish here. I believe it. Just like you said, it will. (laughs) We know small business. We know small businesses will flourish because we've actually seen that over a long period of time. Right especially on the railroad track, you know, on the railroad corner that we have downtown and downtown period. You know, a lot of places that we do go through around here are small businesses. We don't have, you know, big name brand places that are here. That's true. I never looked at it that way, but that's very true. So what is it that we can do for you, Paige? Other than the restaurant. Well, that's true. Yeah. Other than a big name restaurant, it is. Community. For me, yeah. As a community for me, which for me, get my message out and understand that I'm somebody who I heard, you know, when I would come home or when I would be around and when I would go to meetings, you know, for the city or the county council, I'm someone who heard people saying, hey, you know, all this talent in Orangeburg has gone away and nobody come back help nobody Mm. wants to come back they all just want to leave yeah you have somebody who went out into the world and gained experiences and rubbed elbows and networked and got things handled and now i'm back Mm. and i'm trying to share that information and make it better so you can't say to me that you know i was a talent that left and didn't come back i stayed there even even when i left i was still here because i made myself available for the people that were here 
right, so, right. <laughs> for me just you know share share that with people and let them understand i'm here to work for them like i'm i you know selfish reasons involved in this whatsoever with me coming here and, and wanting to run for mayor this is right. all to make orangeburg better all to you know because you go places and you hear people talk about orangeburg it's a lot of people that have had yeah. experiences with Orangeburg. I've never right. been anywhere and not heard somebody say something about Orangeburg, and people don't That's understand true. that. But yes, I'm here and I'm putting in the work, and I want to work for you guys, and I want to make Orangeburg better, and I want your kids to have a future and to be able to help you out in the future and to help me out as well. Right, absolutely. We have to work together. It it it, it takes a team to make the dream. Did I just make that up or is that that's a real saying, huh? <laughs> um Angela said, criminal, <laughs> um, Angela said the criminal justice system here does need a reform of businesses to grow here. Well, I don't necessarily think that the criminal justice reform needs to change in order for businesses to flourish here. I do think that there needs to be incentives for businesses to come here and those incentives needs to keep those businesses here and needs to be a purpose. You know, if our money keeps going out of the community and going to yeah. Somerville, Charleston, Columbia, Greenville, Charlotte, yeah. Atlanta, and, and all these other major cities will never grow. We'll never mm. get to our full potential. And, I don't believe that this is an area that can't have all of those things that those places offer. Maybe we won't have as many of those those places, but trust. And I think everybody can agree when something good comes to Orangeburg, it flourishes. It flourishes. It flourishes very well because people do support. They do. That's the truth. That is just one thing I can say. Um, do you think the change needs to start with the criminal justice system in Orangeburg? Do you think it needs no, to start the there? Needs to start with our kids. No, the kids, the, the change needs to start with our kids. Education, I don't think that a lot of people understand that a lot of education around his big business. I think I lost you on page. Is it you can't hear me? You see okay, me? I can hear you now. I can hear you. I'm now. here. Okay. Oh, you can hear me now? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So um what what people fail to realize is that education brings in a lot of money here and it brings in a lot of diverse people, especially culturally, you know, around here and the things that they look for. I mean, just take it if if you understand and you see the growth in the, the Asian community, the Indian. Mm -hmm in community here they're taking advantage of us that we want our kids to actually take advantage of yeah that's they're, they're doing the most they're maximizing it and you know we want to be able to retain that type of talent here we can right. do it for all the kids here we just we just need to stay on the right the right way and let them see that there is a great purpose and and working it if you work the system the right way you'll be great and and I want to create a system in wherein when the kids get to the tenth grade, they can start going into you know their professionalism. You know, mm -hmm. try to get them in a you know uh, skills trades mm -hmm. and have them when they come out of school they can go into the workforce or they can go to college and have two years left 
and then maybe do another two years to go to grad school. Whereas it is not as much. It's not as as it fits as it would be if they had to do four. There are programs and things set in place that just needs to be a broader reach of these programs and a better understanding of what we can do to help push them along. Because, I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, I graduated school, you know, after my, you know, after my 10th grade, going into 11th grade, I was done. I worked on, you know, what I wanted to do for my profession going forward when I was in school. And I think that kids have way more, you know, advances and things that they can use now than what I had. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I am somewhat of an academic. So I know what it is when I say that, you know, academics is big money. It really is big money. And Orangeburg is built off of economics, agriculture, retirees, and small businesses. And we have to recognize that. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Angela mentioned her reasoning for saying businesses make, I mean, as far as the crime, she feels like crime, increasing crime could hinder the business. <laughs> the big businesses from coming here. Yeah, all of those things go hand in hand, but before before a a job considers even coming here um, to relocate, they look at education first because they want to know the people that they're hiring. And so if we can get them educated and get them Mm -hmm. in the skills and not have them with idle hands and looking into the wrong things, crime goes down. Anybody knows where they're not where there's not opportunity there's crime we all know that and that's a fact that's a statistical fact so we have to get them busy and doing things and taking advantage of things and then when jobs come we can be able to sit at the table and negotiate with these with these businesses that want to come here all jobs and offer opportunities for the people here because what we want to be able to do is negotiate as well when we come to the table you know, right. we want them to invest in Orangeburg, you know, not just come in off of jobs. You know, there's health care that needs to be taken care of. There's roads, there's homes, there's all kinds of it. These companies, they, they're willing to offer once they come to the, if we come to the table with the right, you know, things as well, negotiating right. tools. So it's a hand in hand and, you know what I'm saying, and both of them. But I really feel as though, you know, with all the things that we have around here, if we make our education bridges way better and mm-hmm. and make it so hard that the kids don't have a, you know, don't have a way to be like, nah, I don't want to do this, I want to do that. Because, you know, there's activities that come in education as well. Right. And learning and traveling and all of those things, you know. That's the truth. Yes, definitely, definitely. And, and it makes so much sense, you know, because I don't mind you know, your mind start wandering into things. So if we, we do have things for them to do, such as more education, implementing things, like you said, in the 10th grade, starting them young so they, they can see their future and they know that, okay, once I graduate or whatever, I have a job. I have the skills it takes. You know, so that gives them something to look forward to. Right. I don't want them just in school to be able to fill out an application. I mean, electricians, plumbers, landscapers, all yeah. of these people, they make a lot of money. They make really good lives. And, and kids, I don't think that they see. Everybody's not going to be a doctor, a lawyer, a nurse, or any of those right. things. And people need to really understand that. And they really need to push that understanding to those kids. Like, you can have a great life 
you know, having a skilled job as well as having a skill and it and not be as stressful. I just want you to go out into the world and be a great person, a good human, someone who gives back, you know? I want you to be able to see that, you know, it's way more than life than just Orangeburg. Because you you know, I mean, we're, we're, we're older. We, once you start working and you get around people that you work and you, you see they take their PTO and they go this, this place, they go that place, yeah. they go on trips and stuff like, like that's That's fun. Like you really want to be able to enjoy that type exactly. of lifestyle and be able to do that stuff. Yeah. That's so true. you got to explain to them what exactly you're investing in, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And like you mentioned, it's more than just Orangeburg. And, you know, and that's where the community coming at. That's where talking to our children and not just our children, because and I'm going to be honest with you, some parents have not seen outside of Orangeburg. So how are they going to teach right. their children? You know, there's more to it. So that's where everyone comes in at. But as parents, we have to be receptive to taking that, you know, educational talk from another adult to your children, if you get what I'm saying. Right. We have to be able to do that. Um, and, I want, go ahead. and I want parents to understand, like, just because you may not have that type of education or you may not have had that experience, you need to encourage, encourage mm. your kids to, to really take advantage of things and to really see outside of what's in front of the front step, you know? Um, I don't think that, you know, I think sometimes parents get defeated themselves mm -hmm. and they don't know how, and yeah. they don't know, like, they don't have anyone to turn to, but I, I mean, I really feel as though, you know, if you invest in moving that forward, we'll have a great, we'll have a great, great, great future ahead of us. Absolutely. And if you want um, to create programs for them as well, I mean, yeah. it's not just for the kids, I mean, you want stuff for adults as well. Because I want jobs to come in here and to to invest in, you know, the continuing education of us. Yeah, you know? definitely. Just because I'm working in this plant or doing this doesn't mean I have to stay here. Yeah, absolutely. You want know, to retain, you want to retain them and give them incentives for staying here, but by no means do I really want them to. You know, you don't have to stay here forever. I want you to go branch off and be be the best, but I want to keep right. you here for a few years and foster that and grow that. Yes, yes. Um, Angela said, I agree with the opportunity. Crime does increase. How can we get the community interested in furthering their education? What are some of the strategies? Well, like I said earlier with, um, you know, offering more skills, you know, more trades when, when, yeah. And the kids get into high school and to start and to start, you know, working with the universities and the colleges we have around here in the area. I mean, when I was in school, I stayed at South Carolina State in Claflin on a program or uh, something they were holding there that the school would take us there for a field trip or anything. Yeah, you know, we have to be able to, to, to expose like that. That any, If you want something to happen, there has to be exposure and there's no exposure right now. I mean. It's slack on both sides of the coin right now, it, and it goes from the high school, middle school, elementary to the to the to the universities and the colleges. It really is. Nobody seems, yeah, nobody nobody seems enthusiastic about it. You know, yeah. it's just like whatever, whatever. Yeah, you know, and it shouldn't be that way. It should not be that way. You know, there's so many. Yeah, it's so many things to offer. 
you know, and when when people come in and they're enthusiastic about it and moving forward and, you know, doing great things, I don't know, it, you know, after a while, it's just with, with anything, you know, it kind of dwindles down little by little by little by little, That's you know, and I'm just somebody who's never been affected by that type of stuff. Well, that's good. You you had positive people around you. You know, you had a support. Right. Um, you know, you had a team of support. And some of us lack that, unfortunately. But we, we're going to pull it together. We're going to work as a community. Um, Ice Coast said education is at its front, forefront. And that bargaining. Am I saying that right? Bargaining? 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 <laughs> no. Um, child needs um, help at home. However, nowadays, when, if these kids go astray, crime overcomes most of our youth. And that's what Angela was speaking about. Um, he did say mm -hmm. usually it's hard to get kids to attempt to listen if there's an alternative for them to see or embrace another realm of thinking. What are your thoughts on that? And that kind of goes with what you speak about, exposure. Right. Yeah, a lot of things start at home. And, and to be honest with you, sometimes parents need to be some... I, okay, I'm somebody who recognizes that there's been at least two generations back to back that has been lost because the kids are from the age range of 12 to 17 that were having kids and they were raising, well, as they were growing up, they were raising their kids and then their kids turned around and they had kids too. So who led them? Who was right. them? It's not too late for them. It's not that they can't be better people or somebody can't show them away, but they have to be willing, you know? And that's what I was saying about putting in safety nets to, you can't save everyone, but if I put right. in enough safety net and you fall, at least when you fall, you are able to pick yourself up from not being on the ground. Nobody wants yeah, to start from the ground floor and have to make no way, make their way back up. I mean, yeah, there's crime around here, and, and there's a lot that, that says, well, you know, oh, well, we got these gangs, and we got this, and we got that. Idle hands mm -hmm. are the devil's playground, and it has to be something at home that's not working to make somebody else mm -hmm. grab a hold of these kids and get them to put a gun in their hand and make them feel and say and do the type of things that they're doing so i mean it's not like i'm not in it's not like i don't know people in the street so i don't know street people. Right. i do and i have these conversations with them as well but there's a lot of factors that go into these things why are guns so accessible to these kids right why are they? where are they getting them from because mm. now we can start sitting down and saying hey where the ogs at yeah, are they talking to these kids? Are they really? I mean, because I know OGs when I was growing up and I was playing sports, when I was going on, you know, different basketball courts around here and all that, and people saw me doing different things, they didn't want me to, to stray away. They kept me on the right path. Right. Even, you know, that's what you need. You know, you need people trying to keep these kids and their talents and keep them on the right path. On and the right I don't path. feel like there's anybody around here right now that can keep them on the right path because they don't have you can't get some other hope if you don't have hope yourself. That's the truth. It's it's very Which small. It's not it, like we, we again it goes to us working together. Like we have to we but, have to. There's no if and buts about it. Yeah, because the first time I mean, I've seen it plenty of times. You go to correct the child and the parent will come up. And you know, yeah. say something I've seen to you or, or any yep. of that. And now you got people that are just scared to just, you know, correct any type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I what, spoke and, about and, that. and, and a, a lot of this, 
you know, with putting your kids on, on Ritalin and all this other stuff, like, you got to understand, too, like, you really hold back your kids as well when you keep them in those those bad classes, as they say, or those mm. those slow or remedial courses and stuff like that, just yeah. so you keep that coming into your house. You know, you stunt growth for your child as well, and you limit the opportunities as well when you do that. Right. I agree. So the mindset and goals of the home have to change as well. Mm. I agree 100%. Hello, Melvin. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Angela said our community has an older population and they don't adapt well to change. What can we do to support you in these changes? Well, first and foremost, the older people, that their their voices are heard where they need to be heard. They're involved where they need to be involved. And I guarantee you on September 14th, a lot of older people will be out there voting. Absolutely. can't just say you can't, you can't come around here and just say, "Hey, you know the old people are taking over. They're doing this and they're doing that. They're involved." When I go to those meetings and I sit down and, and you know I'm around and about, old people are involved That's and good. they throw their weight around. They do. They throw their weight around here, but you, we don't understand. We have just as much weight, just as much power, you know, as they do. So you got to throw your weight around as well. You got to get involved too. Everybody' life is busy. Yeah, the older people, they're retired. They have a little bit more time to be in this and that or whatever. But at the same time, you're younger. You're more enthusiastic. You're more more of a go-getter. You want to be involved. Like, it's the same thing with people saying, you know, your life is affected on the local and the state level. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not the national when you start voting for the president. It's the local and the state level because these things affect you the most. Right. These are direct. These are definitely yeah. your life. Yep. Right. Yep. So definitely. You. I mean, I feel as even though it's a retirement community, I feel as though we outnumbered them, but we not put in the best foot forward. Mm. So we got to do our part. As uh, some of us are, what Generation X? I think you know some of us are millennials. Well, you know. Millennials. Millennials, whatever we have to get out there, we have to do it. Yeah, that generation Z and all that other stuff. They, they what is generation X? Did I say that right? Generation X. That might be a movie or something. I don't. They're behind us. Yeah, we're millennials. We still consider millennials, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, we are young and youthful. Yeah, millennials are from like 1980 to 94 or something like that. Okay, so we, and if you, you think about it, you know, we had like some of the last, you know, hands on growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, we have to come together. We have to do this, and we have to make change, and it has to start somewhere, and it needs to start right here in our community. September the 14th, people, get your people out there to vote. Get your kids out there to vote. Let them know what's going on. Get them registered if they're not registered. Ask questions if you don't know. Ask. That's what I always say. Ask. I don't know how to go about doing this. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. Ask. Put it out there. It's it's time for change. It's time for change. Paige, I don't want to hold you too long. I know you're very busy. But as far as, um, you know, your candidacy, I don't, think, I don't think I said that right. But, you know, your campaigning and all that good stuff. Uh, what can we do? Where's the next thing? What do you have planned so we can, like, you know, make this a big okay. hoorah? I just I just had an event this Saturday where I got a lot of kids signed 
backed up with the new um county library that's coming in into town. But you can find me on uh Wayma for Mayor on Facebook and on um Instagram. You can okay. inbox me. You can ask me. I mean, I'll take I take volunteers. I go out every morning when I get off of work and in the afternoons before I go out. Um, weather permitting, and I canvas neighborhoods. I talk to people. I put up signs. You know, if you want me to come and talk to somebody, I'll come and I'll talk to them. I don't have an issue for that. You know, I don't have an issue with that. My fault. Um, I'll talk to anybody. If you want me to get in the know and you know to talk to somebody and just give out information, I am. I'm here. That's what I'm here for to help you guys out. Okay. Well, we appreciate that, and we're ready. We're ready to take it on. We're ready to start something new. This is the beginning of Orangeburg. This yes. is the new beginning for Orangeburg. Page for Mayor. September yes. 14th. Yes. I'll put it out there. We put everything else on Facebook. Share, share, share. Share. Go to the pe- yes. Facebook page. Page for Mayor. Share it, share it, share it. September 14th. Yeah, talk to those grandparents that, that aren't on Facebook. You know, talk yeah. to them. Let them know. Hey. You know, we got this this young, enthusiastic young woman that's coming in town that wants to do great things around here. Now, I want to do a lot of things with the senior citizens as well, yeah. you know? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. All right, y'all. We always saying we need a change. We have it. We just got to do our part to make it happen, okay? Paige, before I let you go, is there anything else you would like to put out there? Uh, no, nah, just, um, you know, like I said, you can find me on Facebook and on Instagram at Wayma for mayor. Uh, like I said, you can, you can hit me up. You can talk to me even, uh, on my regular page, which is page Wayman. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can find me on that as well. If you want to talk to me, if you need me for anything, just reach out, you know, I'm available, you know, I'm available for any and everybody. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. You guys, thank you for tuning in. Make sure y'all put the word out there. If you didn't know, now you know. Make sure they know September the 14th is time to make this Orangeburg a new beginning and get things rolling. It has to start from somewhere. And as we say, always, let's sip and talk with Freema. Peace and love. Page for Mayor.